one and all to another fantastic episode of the Broadway Bulletin. We have two incredible shows to share with you today, and we can't wait to do it. So let's get into it. To get things started, we head to LCT3 at Lincoln Center for a new incredible work by friend of the show, Aya Ogawa, entitled The Nosebleed. Oh my goodness. This was a fantastic show. And talk about art imitating life. So, we saw the show the night my father passed. My, my father passed the morning and Sunday, this Sunday, and we saw the show that night. Yeah. Uh, I We already had tickets for a couple weeks at that point. Well, and at that point, we didn't know what the show was about. Right, and then we saw it, and I was... I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, oh my god, I literally went through all of this today. Speaking with the funeral director, literally getting these questions and responses. I was like, mm-hmm. yep, yep. And and so while everyone's kind of like heartbroken and being like, oh, I'm the one guy in the audience that's just like chuckling to myself because I'm like, yep, I have been through this now. Wow. <laughs> it was a powerful story about regret and the struggle of relationships with our parents in their final days. Yeah. Well, and just, like, the impact that our relationships with our parents can have on us as humans. Yes. Beautiful, simple set. Beautiful, mm-hmm. simple set. Gorgeous lighting. And I love that the audience was lit the whole time. Mm-hmm. We were just as much a part of the show as they were. Well, and there were grading levels of light on the audience. Yes. And we talked a lot about this with the playwright in our Whisper in the Wings uh, interview about why that is and whatnot, which was great. I love the diverse cast and the fact that they all played the same character, but also others. But they were all diverse. Well, and just this idea of play that, like, first, when we started the show, they introduced us to who they were as humans and then made the distinctive, like, choice of being like, okay, and from this moment on, I'm going to be Aya. Yes. And so it just, it was very, it was a very beautiful way to play with um, character structure. Yes. Which I really loved. Yes. I uh, love the on- audience interaction part of the show. Questions from the audience. Uh, sharing personal stories. Kind of making us let our guard down as well. Participating mm-hmm. in the traditional ceremony. Right. That was really great. Right. Well, and I think this show did a beautiful job of... It, the, the thing that struck me about this show is the way they played with the format of a play almost came across as how to use a play in regards to therapy for healing. Yes. And I, I thought that was beautiful. Agree. Beautiful ending with the the song My Way and the Father's Ultimate Ascension into the Sky. Yeah. Uh, loved that Princess Diana was in this. Oh my gosh. Right. Well and also, Again, art imitating life. <laughs> right. Well and I also love that it kinda talked about how, you know, Sometimes the really the reason why a lot of us have struggles with our fathers is because there there's this this underlying level of toxic masculinity that you know we just can't talk we don't talk about and it's even harder to get men to talk about it and mm. to let down that guard and so you know oftentimes that to- toxic masculinity is the reason why there's all this trauma surrounding fathers yeah. Overall, it's just a brilliant, humorous, and relatable story. Yeah. Sadly, the show closed on August 28th, 2022.
head to a new theater for us, The Asylum, where we saw an incredible new spin on an infamous tale, Titanic. Such a fun, crazy show. Just what I needed. Oh my gosh. Did not know... I I had a, a suspicion that it was going to be, you know, like a fun show, but I didn't realize How to what fun. degree. Yeah. yeah. Love the use of tons of Celine Dion songs. Right. This, this honestly, was like a rusical, but yes, with yes. minimal drag. Instead of all drag, it was minimal drag. Love how insane the crazy and crazy this retelling and reinterpretation of the iconic movie was. Because mm-hmm. it was like an acid trip retelling, and I, I, but I loved it. That's why I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would rather watch this version than the other one. Mm-hmm. Please, any day. The actress portraying Celine Dion was incredible. She was spot on from the voice to the mannerisms, just everything. The way she carried herself, the way that she made her facial expression. Because uh-huh. <laughs> a lot of this stuff, I was like, I, you know, I was like, ah. and then I looked up some videos of Celine Dion, and I was like, oh, I forgot about that this happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, you are... Does Celine know that you're doing this? I would pay good money to have Celine Dion come to your show and just, yeah. Um, the the set was incredibly simple. I mean, it was in the basement of in a theater of a bar. Well, it was in the basement of a Gerstevies, mm-hmm. which I love. They acknowledge, but it was so effective. They didn't need much. No, you know, the costumes were also just as simple, um, which I died at. I was like, these are not. This is like uh, um, I mean, the fact the, that the the heart of the ocean was, was a, a giant pinata. Yeah, well, I mean, the, this looked like um, what am I thinking of? Like a thrift store costume kind of thing, you know? This and looks I, like the shows we used to put on in the backyard. Yes, but I was like, this is so good. This is so effective. Yes. Um, this was a very very ham and cheese community theater production kind of thing. Um, in the best way. Like, this is exactly the kind of show that you're like, I want to see good performers in an unpolished setting making fun, you know, but they're so good at it that it's ridiculous. Yeah. And you're like, I'm buying everything. And the cast, they were so talented. The vocals oh were my so gosh. amazing. The vocals were like melt-your-face-off vocals. Yeah, it was amazing. I love the satirization and just the caricatures that were made out of the different characters and the fact that... Some of them were were referred to by their character uh, their character names like you know obviously Jack and Rose but then some were actually their names of the actors like Victor Garber we weren't even gonna like address him as you know the ship's designer or something okay. he was the captain and and it was it wasn't even you know Victor Garber didn't play the captain but in this retelling it, he was the captain and it was Victor Garber and they addressed him as that and talked about his career and that and I was like I. I'm loving this. Mm-hmm. You know, so... It, All the walls broken. Like, there was yeah. no fourth wall. There was no walls. Period. The end. I'm pretty sure they also had a, several improv moments because there were so many moments where the cast was breaking. I was like, yeah. I don't think that's a line. I don't think that's the right one. And I was like, I lo-. It's like if SNL wrote a prolonged musical. Yeah, it's like a long-form improv game. Yes. Uh, it was just... Kooky and crazy, and I absolutely, like, it was a blast. It was exactly what I needed. Kooky crazy. (laughs) Um, I can't wait to see it again. I'm taking my mom to see this, so I can't wait. Tickets for Titanic. 
playing at the Asylum NYC or on sale through September 25th, 2022. And this concludes this episode of the Broadway Bulletin. Be sure to tune in to our next edition coming out every Tuesday and Saturday. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez. And I'm Hope Bird. Reminding you to turn off your cell phones. Unwrap your candies and keep your mask on. And keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Booga Blue by U.S. Army Blues. Other music on this episode provided by Man Bites Dog and Billy Murray. You can also become a patron of our show by logging on to patreon.com slash stagewhisperpod. There you'll find all the information about our backstage pass. Thank you so much for your generosity. We could not do this show without you.